the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, everybody. Dennis Prager here. And uh, you're probably not hearing me the way you normally do because I'm using Skype. I'm on the road, and my on-the-road broadcasting system, reasons that only God knows, maybe I hope humans know too, can uh, can explain. Anyway, I am in Florida for a very happy reason. My second son, my younger son, is getting married on Sunday, and it is a very happy reason. I think I'm going to talk about that during the happiness hour. The whole issue of children is so unbelievably interesting, and I have a lot to say about that. In the meantime, we return to the human race and its problems, and the, I'll tell you what is amazing to read, if it's, if it's accurate, the losses of the Russians in, in, the, in the many thousands, and 35,000 either dead or, and this is not a Ukrainian figure, this is actually a Russian figure that they immediately took down, they put up, uh, I guess, accidentally, uh, who are either dead or uh, captured or wounded. And uh, it seems at this point that the, the, the military recourse is bombing, is missiles, is just wanton destruction. As, uh, we, we, uh, as we approach massive millions of refugees, I was reading a very interesting article which suggested that Poland get the Nobel Peace Prize, and I think that that is accurate. God, I'll tell you, the way in which countries can change, it's one of the few positive things I can report to you. Poland, which had a, a, a rough reputation, let's put it that way. And, and of course, Poland has suffered tremendously between Germany and Russia. But the, the Polish taking in uh, of, of Ukrainians, it's not like Poland is a, a rich country. It's not one of the world's impoverished country, but it's certainly not as rich as most West European countries, or perhaps any West European countries. And look, look at what they are doing. It is a... It, it, the colossal nature of the error that Putin made from his perspective uh, it is one of the phenomena of the modern era. The man has single-handedly created Ukrainian national identity. They had one, but he has he has made it so powerful that he has given it a hundred years worth 
of educating Ukrainian youth into an, a Ukrainian strong identity. Remember, a, a, a lot of countries don't have a strong identity. I, I would say that for the first time in American history, the left, which loathes national identity, has succeeded in, in depriving a lot of young Americans of a national identity. And if, if the polls are correct, even an invasion uh, would not... Uh, would not, in fact, create, <coughs> excuse me, a a strong national identity. People would not even, according to the polls, of over sixty percent is I think it is, or certainly over fifty percent of Democrats say they would not fight if the country were invaded. But uh, in Ukraine, obviously, that is not the case, and it, it is quite. Uh, it, it is quite an achievement of, of Vladimir Putin. He invaded a country he didn't think had an, its own identity. The, from every report we have, Putin expected his troops to be welcomed by many, if not most, Ukrainians, liberating them from uh, this phony Ukrainian identity and, and to assert and reaffirm their kindred spirit, Russianness. M- many, if not most, Ukrainians speak Russian. And this is what he expected. Instead, he has created this powerful, powerful Ukrainian identity. What else has he done? He has created an amazing thing with Germany. Germany is now giving armaments to a nation at war for the first time since World War II. That, my friends, is 77 years. In 77 years, Germany has not given arms to a country at war. And now it has. Germany has never paid its dues to NATO, what NATO countries are signed up to give. Germany is now doing that as are other countries. Finland and Sweden are considering giving up neutrality and joining NATO. All of this done by Putin, who apparently lives in a fantasy world. I I believe that a lot of leaders live in a fantasy world. And I believe that in the United States we are creating a fantasy world. I proved it yesterday. I googled the Judge Jackson response on can you define a woman? Yeah. And she said no. She she can't define a woman and you'd have to ask biologists. Virtually every conservative in this country knows that response. And I would say virtually every Democrat in this country does not know that response. There is a fantasy world, the fantasy world of American systemic racism. It's a very dangerous thing. Putin is the extreme in his fantasy world. Ukrainians will welcome Russian troops. Ukraine is run by Nazis. Yes, another Jewish Nazi. Yeah, it's like the attacks on... Donald Trump, Nazi, with his Jewish daughter and Jewish grandchildren. It's amazing who qualifies as a Nazi today. When I spoke at the University of Wyoming a few years ago, 
the usual attacks on me, what a bigot and intolerant and the usual, and included anti-Semite. <laughs> then, then somebody wrote in a comment, by the way, he's not only a Jew, he's, he's a Jewish leader. <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. That's the, the danger of living in a fantasy world. That is one of the things that people uh, can understand. Uh, in, in this situation and in every other. On another matter, Scott Atlas, scientist, chief advisor to Donald Trump uh, in, uh, in these matters, uh, wrote a, uh, there's a very staggering piece about him that I'd, uh, I'd like to share with you. And I will momentarily. There we go. All right. Let's see. Now I got the most Democrats say they would flee, not fight. <laughs> I want to get you another one right now. Scott Atlas has said that there has to be some accountability for the failed COVID-19 policies. Epic Times reports this. A spring 2021 study by Christian Bjornskov analyzed 24 countries and concluded that lockdowns did not reduce the deaths compared to no lockdowns. A January 2021 study by Stanford professor Aaron Ben-David and colleagues showed that severe lockdowns did not reduce the spread of the infection. A June 2021 study by the National Bureau of Economic Research analyzed 43 countries and 50 U.S. states and found that lockdowns increased the excess deaths. Scott Atlas also mentioned a January 22 Hopkins study, Johns Hopkins study, which found that lockdowns only reduce mortality by two-tenths of one percent on average. Quote, such a standard benefit-cost calculation le leads to a strong conclusion. Lockdowns should be rejected out of hand as a pandemic policy instrument. Atlas said those who own the results of the policies were governors implementing lockdowns and those who could advise those governors. We shall return in a moment. You're listening to The Dennis Prager Show from Florida. The Dennis Prager Show. Spring and summer are the seasons for finally getting outdoors for entertaining pool parties and barbecues. But if your yard looks like a plant cemetery, you're not going to enjoy it as much. So get your place looking like a resort, easy, with fast-growing trees. When it comes to caring for your plants, know-how matters. There's no waiting in lines, no messy cars from hauling plants all over town. You order online or over the phone, your plants are shipped to your door in one to two days, and their growing and care advice is available 24-7. Whether you're looking for increased privacy, shade, or adding some natural beauty, fast-growing trees have the perfect plants and expertise to help you find them. I'm a big fan of fast-growing trees, so I give you my personal endorsement of them. They have a 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, so you can trust everything will be healthy for years to come. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash Prager, and you'll get 15% off your entire order. 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash Prager, fastgrowingtrees.com slash Prager. 
Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. You're probably not hearing me in a normal fidelity. Uh, it's, I'm in Florida, and I'm using Skype rather than my Comrex box because the Comrex box is not communicating with L.A. First time it's ever happened. But there's always a first, right? So I'm reading to you from Epic Times. Dr. Scott Atlas writing about how the people who ruined so many lives with lockdowns, I keep reading to you the damage done to children, lost two years of school out, but not in Sweden. Lucky Swedish kids. You know, I'll tell you this, you know, they speak about white privilege, that idiocy, that lie, that racist notion. I'll tell you what there has been in the last two years, Swedish privilege. That's right. You were privileged to be a Swede for these past two years. Because the country's health authorities did not panic. To be personal for a moment, I have said on a, on a number of occasions, maybe even on the radio, I have a visceral reaction against panic. I fear panic more than I fear the events that lead to panic. So much bad happens when people panic. The left is relies on panic like plants rely on sunshine because the the nature of people attracted to leftism is a panicky nature. You know that for a fact, because if, if you saw 500 people outside and 250 were wearing masks right now, not, not, not take it right now, Every single one of you would assume that the overwhelming majority of the 250 people wearing masks was Democrat and left, and the overwhelming majority of the people not wearing masks would be Republican and right. You don't, you don't need to conjecture about who is more likely to panic and be scared. Scott Atlas, the doctor said those who, quote, own the results of the policies, unquote, were governors implementing lockdowns and those who could advise those governors. The three most influential doctors on the then White House Coronavirus Task Force, Dr. Deborah Burke, Burks, then White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator, Dr. Anthony Fauci, Director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and Dr. Robert Redfield, then the director of CDC. During a congressional hearing last October, Burke said that Atlas's theories were, quote, dangerous and reckless. It is like the New York Times columnist I read to you yesterday, who said in 2020, the Republicans are the party of death because they opened up their states. So will he have to apologize? No, and you know why? Being on the left means never having to say you're sorry. Atlas said public health leaders and people in big pharma 
should also be held accountable for the failed COVID-19 response. Quote, one of the biggest failures of the NIH and the FDA here during this pandemic was a complete failure to rapidly do the clinical trials on drugs that were already FDA approved in the spring of 2020. That's right. Why didn't they test ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine with zinc? It has to be accompanied by zinc hydroxychloroquine. Why didn't they rapidly have clinical trials on that? Would therapeutics be better than, than vaccinations? Atlas said, we need accountability on the people in pharma who didn't show fully the data. We don't have the full set of data from the CDC on complications from the vaccines. Why not? We've had hundreds of millions of doses of these vaccines administered. We don't have a full set of data on the complications yet. Why? What kind of scientific process is that? We should put this uh, piece up. MsPrager.com. It's... Uh, there's a lot of accountability being needed. I, you know, it is a, this will be so interesting. Will the Democrats suffer for the inflation, the deprivation of education in children? Will the, does the, at least ma, the bare majority of the American people know who is responsible for so many of these terrible things? That's, uh, I don't know the answer, because Republicans are quite confident that they'll take back Congress. I, 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 I'm not confident, and I'm, I'm not, not confident. I, I don't have an answer. It is so long between now. A week is long in politics, let, let alone uh, the, the amount of time that we have until then. So I, I, if there's one thing I would advocate to Republicans is don't get cocky. In Beverly Hills, California, I live in the L.A. area, so I know Beverly Hills pretty well. Beverly Hills, California, have been known for as long as I have lived in Southern California. That's 40 years. As a particularly safe city, they have their own police force, they have their own city, you don't mess around in Beverly Hills. So how's this headline for you? Thieves take at least $3 million in goods from Beverly Hills store. Associated Press. Robbers smashed the front windows of a Beverly Hills jewelry store in broad daylight and fled with millions of dollars worth of merchandise. Witnesses recorded video of Tuesday's assault on the store, quote, which is the latest in a long stream of brazen smash and grab thefts and robberies of people wearing expensive watches or jewelry in the Los Angeles region. Yeah. Hmm. No, it's actually no quote. It's just a statement. Luxury Jewels Company President Peter Sedgi told NBC4 he lost several million dollars worth of merchandise. Beverly Hill police say additional patrols and other measures have been instituted in the area. 
Los Angeles Police Chief Michael Moore said this week that robberies citywide are up 18% year-to-date compared to 2021. Of course, 2021 was up over 2020. Los Angeles police are warning people about wearing expensive jewelry. Many people own coins that have not performed as well as they'd expected. Some own coins that have done better than they expected. Or maybe you just want to cash out and do something else with the money. Markets change, and to understand the current value of your precious metals portfolio, you should get a new valuation. So I'd like to tell you about my friend, and he is, otherwise I never use that term, Nick Grovich. Came my friend because I so admire his honesty and integrity and knowledge of the coin world, of the gold world, the silver world. He's owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion for over 40 years. Nick has built a reputation for trust and honesty, and his goal is to earn your business for life. Nick won't push you to sell, but when you're ready, I believe he offers the best price, trade, and consignment deals compared to anyone. Right now, Nick and the AmFed team are offering their exclusive coin performance review for free. That's right, free, with a no-pressure guarantee from Nick. Call Nick at 800-221-7694. That's 800-221-7694. So everybody, let's say it's the uh, the interesting question, isn't it? Why is there so much more crime right now in every in every big city in this country? Staggering increases, and in, I think Philadelphia has has had recorded the largest number of murders in its history, or at least since we've made these recordings, which which I think is the same thing. Why, why is there so much murder now? I. I I have a news feed, like anybody else, I think it's MSN, it's, it's nothing unique, Very Microsoft's news feed, it just comes up. The staggering number of murders, do you know that there was a woman, it's, this, there, some of them are just horrific. A, a woman was carjacked, and the... Uh, the kids who carjacked her did not let her leave the car even though she was stuck. Her arm was stuck on the seatbelt as they drove away. They wouldn't stop to let her just fall out of the car. And they drove and literally tore her arm off and she died. How this is uh this is part of a a trend in this country of of massive um sadism cruelty and uh, and murder random throwing throwing people down for no reason there is no doubt in my mind it is linked to a number of factors and we will, we will, I will be doing a number of hours on this subject because of its importance. The quality of life in America, certainly in its cities, has is deteriorating terribly. Twenty twenty, the in twenty twenty, the acceptance of violence as normal, indeed extolling its virtues, on the part of the entire left in this country. Either the silence of places about all the uh, all the violence, or welcoming it, sent a message 
These things send messages. A message was sent. It's okay to commit violence, especially if you're a minority. The vast majority of these murders are, are, are people of color, usually blacks, almost always young, virtually every time. I think the message was given, it's okay for you to hurt people because you are so downtrodden and you are so victimized and there is so much white privilege, you, you can do whatever you want. And a fair number of people have heard that message and got it. They got the message from the district attorneys who said, hey, you could certainly steal anything up to $950. Don't worry about it. And so that's a pretty good living, you know, about 900 bucks a day. That's, you're doing pretty good. I mean, at that rate, my friends, we're talking about major six-figure income. I attribute the rise in crime to the left of this country. Every one of you listening knows that is true. Oh, not, not everyone. I take that back. The great majority of you know it is true, but nobody says it. Because being on the left means never having to say you're sorry. The, uh, the crime is overwhelmingly due to the left. And the inflation is overwhelmingly due to the left. The left is a completely, completely destructive, nihilistic force. I point this out every single day. And a lot of you know that it's true. But, of course, people, uh, liberals, forget leftists. Liberals don't want to know this. They, they live in this fantasy world that the Democratic Party and the left are not that bad. And anyway, they, they don't compare to how dangerous Republicans and conservatives are. If you add in, of course, the absence of fathers, uh, it, it is, which is another function of long-standing liberal, not even leftist, policy of substituting the state for fathers, for husbands, you get you get the idea of how the well-educated have ruined this country. It's not permanently ruined. We can take it back. We can make America great again. It was a perfectly apt phrase and perfectly appropriate. The Dennis Prager Show. All right. Welcome back talking to you about the crime rate that is taking place, the combination, the terrible combination, lack of fathers, I wonder how many of these uh, murders, these random murders are taking place with kids who grow up with a father, the, uh, the acceptance of violence in 2020 as a, as a natural expression of anger on the part especially of minorities and the vast majority of these murders are taking place from minorities specifically blacks who have been told you have a right to be thoroughly angry and we won't hold you accountable as uh, uh, the DAs of Philadelphia Los Angeles San Francisco and other cities uh, don't prosecute uh, unless it's the, m- the most heinous crime. 
the message has been given that crime is a natural expression of the systemic racism in this country. Okay, let's see. Uh, Steve in in Los Los Alamitos, California. Hello. Hi, hi, Dennis. Hi there. Uh, And a lot of my friends that you use the word left a lot, but you'll never use the word Democrat along with it. And there's so many people, including my parents, who don't put the two together. And they'll vote for Democrats, not knowing that they're voting for the left. All right, let me let me respond to that. So I, I say Democrat nearly as often as I say left. I talk about the, the, the liberals are the core of the problem because they don't have left-wing values, but they vote for the Democratic Party. If I say it often enough, I will say it more often. You're entirely right. My last column was about that. I speak about that. Liberals don't understand that their enemy is the left and not conservatives. They don't understand that. They share no values with the left except big government. It's the one value they share with the left. It's it's an awful, un-American, destructive, vile value. The bigger the government, the more the corruption. Period. End of issue. All big government gives you is less freedom and more corruption. There has never been an example otherwise. That people love big government is because they want to be taken care of. They don't give a damn about being free. People will trade liberty for being taken care of any day of the week. And that is the essence of left-wing victories all over the world. You give us your freedom, we'll give you free health care. That's how it works. And it sounds like a great deal. Because freedom is not all that yearned for. Ah, but you'll pay for my daycare. Oh, you'll pay for my preschool. You'll pay for my schooling. You'll pay for college. You'll take care of my college debt. Oh, man, you have my soul. That's what it is about. Correct Correct in that way. Okay, let's see. Also in Los Angeles is Joseph. Hello. Uh, Dennis? Yep. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. I'd really like to have your opinion on the United Nations, which is a paper tiger, in my opinion. They were created to uh, prevent another world war and keep peace between nations. And they're just doing resolutions against uh, good countries, and they don't punish the bad ones. What's your opinion? Of the United Nations? You are... Yes. (laughs) I can't... The United Nations, I have said, and I said this, uh, I said this last week, the United Nations, if it were worthless, I wouldn't have a problem. It's damaging. It is hard to know of what worth it is outside of, let's say, the World Health Organization, which is also corrupt now, uh, given how the influence of China... Uh, there, there are certainly a few good things it does, but politically it has it has just given a forum for bad people. Look at its human rights uh, conference. 
or a human rights division, a bunch of thuggish countries. Iran was the head of the women's uh, women's rights division. I, it's oh. the the UN is a joke, and yes, this is, is this is another they, proof. They have, they have an army, and it's supposed to be a peacekeeping force. Why don't they use it? Uh, you know, put between Russia and Ukraine. Well, it's a peacekeeping force that doesn't keep the peace. That's what it is. You know how the United Nations peacekeeping force was described by the late Israeli ambassador. He was the most eloquent speaker of his age in the 1960s and 70s. Abba Iban, the Israeli ambassador to the UN and foreign minister. In 1967, Gamal Abdel Nasser, the Egyptian dictator, ordered the United Nations away from the Israeli Egyptian border in Sinai. And and they left. They were peacekeepers. And Abba Ibn said, it is like an umbrella that contracts when it starts to rain. Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Hello, my friends. Dennis Prager here. I'll conclude this uh, first hour having visited the almost untouchable issue of crime in America, the horrible increase in violence, I would love to know what reasons the left give, or Democrats, given the last call on that issue, what do what reasons do they give for the increase in murder, the, this astonishing increase, and not to mention robberies, Read to you about it turns out to be three to five million dollars worth of jewelry in the in the middle of the day in Beverly Hills. Smashed glass just went in, grabbed what they wanted, and left. So uh, and the women carjacked this this week. Women carjacked got stuck in the car when they drove away. And they drove away, dragging her, and pulled her arm off, and she died. Can you imagine the terror and the pain? Can you imagine this, the callousness of these, of these kids who drove the car? A human being hanging onto the car, and you keep driving while they're screaming, let me go? These are monsters. We have bred monsters in our midst. This is a bigger problem than carbon emissions, in my opinion. Not in the left's opinion. Perhaps they live in areas, the, I'll bet you the, the top environmentalists do not live in, in areas of high crime. They live completely detached from the consequences of their policies, like Al Gore and Tom Steyer. These phenomenally rich people and uh, who don't give a crap about the consequences of their policies. If they did, they would advocate nuclear power to begin with. There are real explanations, but they all lie in the affirmation of traditional American values. Hard work, graduate high school, Get married before you have a child. Take care of a family 
get a job, and obey the Ten Commandments. Those were the American values for much of the history of America. We'll be back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.